Yo, what's good? And welcome to the second uh, episode of the Really Dope Podcast. Uh, we here another Wednesday bringing y'all. Uh, actually, we got some dope topics today. Last week was actually really dope. I know we went a little long, so we're going to try to uh, condense it down for y'all this week. Uh, same podcast co-host. I got uh, Batman. Say what's, what's up? up? And then we got Q Diddy. Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that nigga talk real soft, like. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that soft shit. But nah, we um, I had a good day here. Thank good. How you living? Straight. It's been a good day. Been listening to beginning after the end today. Already read it before, but catching back up for the topic coming up. So it's been a nice day. Yeah, we out. What's up, Q? How was your day? You was on the who ride, nigga? Cause you made us like an hour and a half late. There is no time for me. I know, right? It ain't no time frame. You're right. I need you to get closer to your mic and speak up, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this might sit back in the chair, like, let me, uh, I let me talk to the people. Lean back harder than motherfucker. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Don't put it in your mind. Just get, you know. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> like, Pause like a motherfucker. Hell uh, no. <laughs> so, what are we talking about this week? <laughs> Um, but yeah um what time y'all want to start off with you want to talk about the hard part five the first okay right. it was the most recent thing that happened so for the, for the uninitiated kendrick lamar dropped uh the hard part five and it was fire it was i mean we knew it was gonna be fire but um what y'all think first time you heard it all right nikki after you, Q. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was happy with the motherfucker. Like that—that's what I've been needing. It's been like a, a missing section without that type of lyricism. Plus, it's it's classic Kendrick. He's poetic. He he, he know how to ride the beat, how to make everything. He hit with precision. So I fell in love with it. It was a great song to me. Yeah, for me, like I remember, like because I was. I just was chilling. It was like 8 in the morning for me about the time. Just chilling, listening to the beginning after the end. Then I get a message from Kid in Discord. The hard part 5 dropped. I was like so fucking pumped because I don't know if y'all know this. For people who don't fuck with Kendrick Lamar, usually he drops a heart each time he's going to drop an album. So that's kind of like a little taste sample of showing like what he's on. So when the hard part 4 dropped, before Damn, like that shit was dope. Hard part 5, also dope. I love the sample from I Want You from Marvin Gaye. Like, it was just, I was so excited for that. Um, I like the message. I think this was one of the best music videos that we've had in quite a while. Like, normally, I'm not a big fan of music videos. Like, the last one I, like, really liked was This Is America um, by Charles Gambino or Donald Glover. Some people may know him. But, yeah, this, for this, it was really good. Um, like, the, the message was good. Uh, overall, like, it'll be interesting. Like, for me, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, when he drops his album. If I was making bets, I'm hoping it'll be sometime this week or the next month. But, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, I heard it was the uh, album actually supposed to drop this Friday, but he blacked out his Twitter and stuff, so that's normally what happened before he dropped an album. Like, honestly, when I first, I heard it on, I saw it on YouTube. I literally was, like, scrolling, like, three in the morning, something like that, and I saw it, but you know how, like, sometimes it'll be, like, a fan type of thing where somebody was, like, they just made up some shit and, and looped some Kendrick verses together. So that's what I thought it was, because I haven't been really looking at no internet no correspondence about it because i knew it was like an album was coming but i'm like yeah like like batman said the heart usually drop before an album drops so 
when I listened, I was like, "That's I, I fuck with this. Like, it's crazy. But the visuals in the video really kind of pulled it together for me because I didn't, I didn't see the video video first. I guess they were trying to avoid copyright, so they didn't just re-upload the video. They did like the little background or whatever or lyrics. But I ended up watching the video right after, and I was like, damn, even from the part where he was talking about it being out of sync and his, his lyrics went out of sync with his mouth, that like that it was fresh. The whole thing was actually dope. Like that, that tech, that deep fake technology is kind of scary, bro. That's like it's scary because it's like you got like well, not only is it like evoking emotions because you literally seeing these folks rapping or whatever. And um, in the case of Will Smith, the best rapping he ever could have done came out of his mouth. You feel me? So it's like, <laughs> like damn right. He ain't never but, spit a verse that hot. So it's like, yeah. I respect the message though, especially about how the culture works and how like the culture will just eat you alive. Like, I mean, that's, that's kind of what it's for. Like, it's really it's a rat race. But yeah, it's just it's just insane. But. Anybody else have any like thing left to say for the hard part five? Like, are we excited about this album? Do we think this album will be better than Damn or Good Kid, Mad City? Like, where are we thinking this album's gonna land? Like, honestly, I'm hoping in my mind, I think it's gonna be like the the Good Kid, not Good Kid, Mad City, but the Pimp a Butterfly era where it was like the album was fire. It's just so heavily laden with the with the message that it, it takes away from the experience. That was just for oh, me. I know it, most people love to Pimp a Butterfly, but just for me, it took away. Kind of that that wow factor he had with Good Kid, Mad City. Matter of fact, speaking about that, before we do end this topic, am I the only one who's seen people like really hating on it? Because I've actually seen people saying, "Hell like, yeah!" <laughs> no, you're not the only one. I've seen. That's what I'm saying. Like the hate from Pimp to Pimp. Hey, no, what? The hard part. No, five the hard part. The hard, the hard part five. Like people a lot of people said different. the lyrics weren't it, but like what? no, I think people just aren't listening. And I think like and trust me, I'm young. But I think a lot of people are just a little bit too young to understand why that song so yeah, great. Yeah, it's the example. Like your people though, it was like dudes like an No, and I'm not saying like just my people my age, but even for people your age, like, like I'm not saying you guys didn't grow up with Marvin Gaye, but that wasn't like your main beat, right? Like that would be something like my mom grew up with, or like even my like grandma and my grandparents were in the streets. Like that's something that they were fucking with. So I don't think people understand like how great that sample is and how like really oh. clever it is and just overall the message about it too because the thing with Kendrick Lamar especially like even with like the hard part four it takes a couple listens and I think that's like yeah, most good music takes a good couple listens before you really get the message and really fuck with the song because when I first heard it I'm like the lyrics ain't quite it but that that's normal my experience like even with KOD for J. Cole I know that's a little bit off topic but the first time I listened to that album I didn't think it was that great but after I listened to it a couple times and really start understanding uh, the message getting how like clever like, it was like when Kendrick come on I hit, I hit skip or something like that. I'm talking about people like this, like who don't even yeah. begin to listen to it. I'm like, bro, you tripping, you tripping hard. I think people really are just to people don't fuck with parts. the message, right? People don't fuck with the. The thing is, like, anytime an artist kind of go like very messagey, you know what I'm saying? Like message, like really kind of try to go, you know what I'm saying? Whether they trying to talk to the culture or the people or whatever they doing. A lot of people don't like that shit. That's why, that's why I said to Pimp a Butterfly was like, it was critically acclaimed, but it was also like maligned by a lot of fans who love Kendrick. Cause we didn't, it's just, it's kind of like you, it's going to drop. Whatever it is, it's going to drop. But I feel like you got to pick your battles when, um, as far as arguing with people about Kendrick. Cause it's like, 
it's a super subset of the world who like us who think he one of the best MCs to ever do it. And then there's some people who just they don't understand his lyrics. Kind of like how Lupe got maligned a lot of bit. Um, I mean, Kendrick definitely got a bigger following than Lupe had, but Lupe still debatably one of the best MCs. But I think he he was always preachy as fuck in his music, and so people just stopped fucking with him. I think another problem. I think another problem is people are comparing it to the previous like hearts. So yeah. like if you go through and compare it to like all four like previous parts, like it it's just rough because they're very different. Like when I go to it, like I like it's just different. So if people are expecting that exact same content and those same exact bars, not necessarily. But I think once people start listening to it and as time go- goes on, I think people will take back their takes and like it. Yeah, over time, it, usually that's what it takes. Like you said, multiple listens will really give you kind of a feel for whether or not you fuck with it or if you don't. Hopefully, if they do listen to it, I did that. It might take a moment, but I did that. But, um, um, but yeah, what was you going to say? I was going to say, you want to move on to the next topic? Yeah, we can. Um, I mean, leading into that, I honestly feel like, what's y'all top five albums of all time? Q. You want Q to go first? Yeah. 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 I'm just making sure he gets to talk. Oh yeah, Q don't be talking. Your shit gonna be. Uh, <laughs> your shit gonna be out there too, like. Yeah. Oh, my shit gonna be my shit this love. You be you be going, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll be you be thinking out like all time. Like I don't be thinking all time, all time when I when I do an all time list. But anyway, what's like, up? You what be, you got? Oh, you talking about like current? Yeah, no, no, I gotta do all time. Yeah, like, what's up? What's your all time list? So I'm fine. It's gotta be like Carter by Lil Wayne, of course. Mad Villainy, MF Doom, uh, Born Center, J Cole, Good Kid, Mad City. You know Kendrick, and of course Graduation, Kanye. Respectable as fuck. I see you sleep MF Doom, and now you like the Metal Face Killer. Man, you know I'm a Metal Face all the way. I feel you. I fuck with that. Respect. I'll go last. You'll go last. <laughs> you'll go last, man, man. Really, nigga? Nigga, go ahead. You always go last. I'm gonna go last this time, money. So, uh, <laughs> cause I be thinking, but I, I actually wrote it down before, cause I was like, y'all gonna be fucked up. What? Um, Channel Orange, Frank Ocean. Uh, fuck yeah. Thank you for saying that one, cause I almost slept on that album. I Jason Summer, uh, by Sir. If you haven't listened, it's one of my favorite albums in existence. I'm gonna go a little controversial here. For your eyes only by Cole. I mean, it's everything Cole, but for your eyes only, like as a as a whole album, it really sold it sold itself to me. Like, just I may have been just in the right mood to feel that kind of vibe, but it, it took me. I was going through some shit at the time, so I think that also contributed a lot to that. Uh, same time, damn, by Kendrick Lamar. That shit felt the same way. Uh, I think I think most of my top five, honestly, is just. These, are, these were so impactful during a big chapter of my life that I just, they imprinted on me or whatever, because I got a million favorite albums, but top five, like right off the top of my dome from earlier today, uh, what else, I, that's four. I got the Carter Three as my fifth one, because the Carter Three <laughs> was was that motherfucking shit. Carter Two was, was that shit too, but the Carter Three just, actually no. Which one had, it was Hustler Music was on the Carter Two, wasn't it? It's the card of three, though. It's still the card of three. <laughs> Just because. It's, ah, damn, I'm fucking it up. It's a mix between the card of two and the card of three. Just because I, I fuck with almost every song on the card of two, but I, I, I like identify with the card of three more because it was, like I said, like a period of time in my life. 
that it really just um, made a nigga, you know what I'm saying, feel something. So I remember it more vividly. We had the Carter too. That whole era of Wayne wasn't crazy, but that's my top five. Okay. For me, I got 2014 Forest Hills Drive up there by J. Cole, obviously. Uh, Pure Heron by Lord, because like when I was in my teenage years, I loved that album. Still one of my favorite albums. Uh, Because of the Internet by Childish Gambino, I understand it's going to be a controversial pick. Everybody wants to shit on Childish Gambino, but like that album is great. Like, definitely up there. Um, Good Kid Matt City by Kendrick Lamar, like Poetic Justice backseat freestyle black boy fly mm. like just classics on that album now fifth would be the slim shady lp ah uh, yeah i knew he was gonna want the album stick m in that song yeah. so i fuck with that because like that album is still don't give a fuck like that track is so smooth i understand people love just don't give a fuck but still don't give a fuck definitely is like one of the best songs he's ever dropped and people be honorable mention album. uh channel orange would be an honorable mention that damn and for your eyes only all of J. Cole's catalog, to be honest, like it's right. honorable mentions, but I don't want all my list to be J. Cole. Honorable right. mention. I'm still going far back. Uh, Nas, Illmatic. Damn, I, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't have to do it now, but I res- that's respectable. Like, motherfucker. Uh, of course, Childish Gambino. Uh, what is that? What is that album? Uh, Awaken My Love? Yes. Yeah. Really? Over because of the internet? Really? I. That whole album was snappy. It was like a, a hidden gem. I felt like a lot of people didn't fuck with because he wasn't rapping in it. People did fuck with that album, though. No, they like, didn't, bro. No, what they mainly fuck oh. with is uh Redbone and yeah. me and your mama. No, nobody like, bro. I barely hear anybody talk about that. Like Redbone is like the motherfucker though. Because I was playing shit out of that album. Like uh, keep standing tall or stand tall is what it's called. Stand tall. That shit, my oh, I love that song. Terrified. That's my shit, bro. Like that whole album slap, and that's how like I just can't believe people don't like it. But honorable mention to that, of course. Uh, I'm gonna throw one more out there. Oh, it's gonna be an honorable mention to Eminem. Uh, yeah, I can't have an Eminem here, so a little bit. I would say almost. I'm gonna throw out three of his albums. Of course, Marshmallow LP. Um, what is that other one? The Eminem Show and uh, the real which was a mix between him and a whole shaded record. So it wasn't just him by himself. It was like D12, 50 Cent, Static Quo, uh, yeah. uh, Cash. Yeah, that was dope. Surprised you didn't bring up Relapse. Relapse was no. Yeah, I'm a, oh yeah, honorable mention of Relapse too. Thank you. Relapse and uh, Recovery. Look, I'm finna name the whole goddamn uh, Eminem album list. Let's go to the next one. So yeah, honorable mention, I'm gonna give y'all uh, a few it's gonna be damn i just thought of it what is it um la all have fallen or whatever not many p not a very popular artist but that shit got me through a very tough time in my life and he had bars on that shit completely uh if y'all want to fuck with it, it's called all have fallen e-l-h-a-e or whatever it's la but um that and lupe fiasco is the cool oh yeah lupe definitely i'm surprised you didn't name dark sky paradise that's your favorite album isn't it don't play with me, bro. Like, so Dark Sky Paradise was actually fine. Actually, I'm gonna mention Dark Sky Damn, Paradise. Dark, I know you. Yeah, Dark Sky Paradise actually was one of them. So yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that standing now, nigga. Like that's hey, real. Hey, Q. Real you, real am shit. I the only person? Who I did shit. I ain't gonna I did shit on. Paradise? I shut on Dark Sky Paradise, y'all, because 
I was just saying that because they they be trying to put Big Sean up there. Like I'm not saying he not up there. I'm just saying Big Sean a Rick Ross type of rapper. Like who who's consistently so we're shitting on Rick Ross now too. Oh like, damn! You think, think, like a, a you think that's a, a downgrade? Bit. I think he more like a Lupe and like a. Nah, you're not finna do bro, Lupe like that. I think people downplay Big Sean because like J Cole, Drake, and Kendrick Lamar exist. But if you take no, Big Sean is actually straight as fuck. What's he saying? He respectable as fuck. Like I really. I fuck with Dark Sky Paradise. It's his best album to me, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, I mean, it's just, it just is what it is. I've come to accept it. Cause I know I've had dif- a different opinion in the past, but I re-listened to it. I was like, cause I didn't, I didn't feel like it aged well. And so Batman trying to eviscerate me and shit. I'm like, I ain't feel like it aged well, but I went back and listened. I'm like, it's still hold up. I fuck with, I decided too, um, as a, as an album, but it's Big Sean, Dark Sky Paradise. Shout out to that. Um, it's like <laughs> that was the era where you get your girl on the album with you or whatever because they did 2088, which is fire. Um, and then like, uh, what's his name? Meek Mill did some songs, but yeah, no, nah, we not we can talk about music all day because I'm with that shit. But moving on, um, we want to talk about each everybody, everybody got like this fantasy of video gaming from like when we was little, like to now. And it's like, it's weird to see kind of the growth because playing video games back when they was 8-bit sprites, playing Final Fantasy and like Legacy of Man, like Legend of Mana and shit, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you thought it looked dope. And then when they start, finally started, you know what I'm saying? We got into like the PS1 era and it's 64, we got 3D models and shit. And while they were like, now looking at it, you want to throw up. But back then we was like, that shit look real. You know what I'm saying? Because we had never experienced nothing. Now gaming has taken this, like it's a life of its own and like, it's becoming more and more mainstream. I mean, we literally got like gaming networks and gaming like leagues and every kid aspired to be that good. But like, if you had to choose, like what would be your dream game? Like if you could put it together from scratch, what would you, what would you get? I'll go first this time. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Go first, thank you. Yeah, no, 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 I'm saying, go ahead. Okay. My dream game would be an RPG open world Naruto game where you create your own character. So you can go through, let's say it takes place, you can be like after like, like let's look at race Boruto, right? And like, let's just say like this is like a different alternate universe, whatever. You can go through, you can become a Jinchuriki, you can become a Jia, like you can get any jutsus you want, but you gotta learn them, build up your chakra, get your stuff together. So if you decide to have the Ninetales in you, it takes like a lot of effort and a lot of levels for you to level up to be able to control the Ninetail Fox. Um, But yeah, like some crazy like that, that would be really dope in my opinion. Um, And you're your own character and just unique villains and stuff like that. Do what you got. Alright, so mine would kind of be the same but as of lately i've been really looking for a dope multiplayer so i would want to uh and i know some people would say this is still around but kind of the same thing where it's a dope open world multiplayer but you know not only where you can just make like your own ninja but like you can choose a whole type of lifestyle like how they started you out on uh what was that cyberpunk where you can choose like what background you come from so say you can be a ninja you can be a a knight, a pirate, and you all converge to this whole world type situation, but, you know, something like that, of course, leveling it's just like a whole multiplayer situation that's why I've been looking for, something to get everybody really connected When you say ninja, do you mean like a ninja from Naruto, or like a pirate from One Piece or do you mean just like a normal ninja and like a normal pirate? 
I mean, it can kind of be like a uh, a Naruto type situation with uh, a ninja. Uh, One Piece, I wouldn't say that extravagant. It still be kind of like a regular pirate, but you do still have like special attributes and abilities that you can make or you you know that you can discover. Kind of like like you said, how people can be like Uchiha and everything, or they can be Senju, make their own, uh, learn Jutsu and build them up. Same situation mm-hmm. with being a pirate, like you can discover like uh, treasure out at sea, buried treasure, stuff like that. They come with like ways to build like top weapons or some things like that and you can kind of mix it up a little bit so you can just i don't want to say you know it could be like a class type situation okay that sounds dope Kid? yeah i mean honestly i feel like everybody's gonna choose the open world but i want I, so i do want an open world but i want like i want some real futuristic ai so where once you develop this game it literally can grow on its own like when i say grow i mean like over time, like your game could build whole new worlds of game, like create missions and write, you know what I'm saying? Like a never ending, like massively online multiplayer game that grows with you. Now, if we talk about fantasy shit, I would love that nerve gear or like, you know, like shit from uh, SAO where you can just, full yeah, full dive technology where you can just full dive into your video game and just experience it. But I know we probably a billion years off from that, well, maybe 50, 50, 60 years, but as far as like playing a video game with a controller in my hand or on a PC or whatever, I want a world that's like constantly evolving, but also like looks amazing, like on some Unreal Engine 5, but if that world created itself, like not, not, not just procedural generation, but like an AI that manages everything to where it operates like the real world. So if you want to start a war with somebody and you get into a fight, it actually leaves its mark. Like those towns are really destroyed. Those NPCs are never coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like a life and death cycle or whatever. Like almost, it's this anime called uh, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. And I want the skill system to be something like that where you have an adeptness for certain things. So you'll have those affinities grow quicker, but you literally like going out and practicing with your sword and killing enemies with a sword. Like a lot of games do, but on a, like a bigger level where you evolve the nature of how you fight based on what you use the most and in different ways how you use and i know that's that's been like done before in like anime but like as far as a video game is concerned like you don't have no skills and you just go out and like they used to do this a lot back in the tales games where they would have pre-programmed moves or whatever and if you would do a certain combination of moves just of your regular one you would unlock a certain art or whatever and so i want that kind of style of like progression where it's like i'm rewarded for the stuff i do and i don't have to put points or or get you know what i'm saying like kind of like every every rpg has had like a similar system to that but um like skyrim or whatever and like fallouts they kind of let you do it with the attributes but i want it more like completely organic and random so even if two people practicing with a sword they may not get the same skill because they may use their sword differently their combos may be different they may prefer like a rapier or you know what i'm saying a long sword or something like just like real real very nuanced so every if you start a new character every time you play it would be a different, completely different experience. You know what I'm saying? Like even down to the dialogue from the NPCs being procedurally generated based on the situation, like two people having a real conversation where you can see your character interacting with people however they would, like normally. I know that's like a huge undertaking, but you're talking about dream game, that's it. That'd be dope, a literal evolving world. Yeah, literally. Would you want, 
would you want it to be like real time and would like places ever go through and get rebuilt by other npcs so let's say hypothetically speaking like you go yeah no real time so it's like you like let's just say you you nuke a city or whatever like those those refugees from that place will either seek refuge in another kingdom uh, or get help reform their army form a militia try to rebuild the town you know what i'm saying like real shit happens or whatever but it's such an expansive world that it's a real world you know what i'm saying it's a huge world so it's not like oh this little tiny area over here like if you were to blow up one state in the united states of america completely you still got the 40 you know what i'm saying all the rest of the states the 49 other states that you could go to that kind of shit like a real world like if you're going across the country on ships now i don't know if i want time to be one-to-one or whatever or not have ways to accelerate time in certain areas or whatever unpopulate like once an area is unpopulated the ai gets to work rebuilding it and giving it a good a decent backstory as to how it got rebuilt so fast or or whatever but even if they was doing it one-to-one i wouldn't mind as long as it's enough content in that game to have me doing something completely different at all times what about the size of the world would you want to be like actually I want like to be the like the actually the size of a real world like have the whole like an entire world accessible where to eventually some parts of the world might even develop like the ability to fly in spaceships and all kind of you know what i'm saying like start the world from scratch and literally just let it like the seed from sao that's basically how i can the best way to conceptualize it where that seed really generated all these different worlds i know they have limits and parameters inside the individual worlds but i'm talking about combining all of that to where it's like if you want to it's like one part of the world is a military shooter one part of the world is a, you know what i'm saying like you can really change it up and then like once new planets are developed and i don't think this will be happening in like one-to-one time but like the ai built an entirely new planet to go to so it's the exact it's like a size of a whole planet but different shit going on so endless possibilities endless worlds to explore endless opportunities to be whatever you really want and you can play with everybody that'll be dope as fuck and, and with that real world time that you were talking about like i did they say like if a village get burnt down it actually take like two to three real world months or probably six months for it to be rebuilt right because it's, it's a part of a whole world so it's not like you lost that you did lose that place to play in but it's not like it's gonna just gonna crumble some some crazy would have had to go there like a whole war and whoever won like they could take the troops right. and they you know what i'm saying you can kill their king or whatever and if you go into like a war situation like that, maybe you permadeath your character and got to start a new character, or maybe your character had a child or something. You know what I'm saying? You adopted a kid and you pick up playing as that kid or whatever, relearn. You know what I'm saying? Going back That'd through, get. You feel me? Like a real, actual fucking world, like where you can't just choose to be anybody, but anybody connected to your character by blood or relation or sisters and brothers. And the fact that you might even be able to choose between thousands of backstories. So if you got a huge clan. You know what I'm saying? On some, on some, you know what I'm saying? Shit, like have a portion of the world maybe assassins. Like literally put, like take all the concepts from all these different games and put them together in like a massive undertaking. Like they would probably take the whole gaming industry, literally working together on this one project. But that would be insane to me. Okay. I know it's, that's super ambitious. It may never happen. I'm just saying that's my dream game. Yeah, that's fair enough. Most of the games we all named, like, I doubt they're going to do an open world Naruto game anytime soon. Right. In the scale I'm wanting it, but do you want to talk about Avatar next? 
Oh yeah, so I finally did. Actually, just watched it before the podcast, the Avatar trailer, whatever. It looks amazing. I don't. I'm not really that interested in Avatar, though, being honest. Like personally, it's a big step because it's like on some Half Life Three shit, where it's like, will they want that? And it's like, it's still not coming out to December. But it looks really good as far as the visuals are concerned, because I know that's what they were known for when they first dropped, like some of the best CGI of all time. So yeah, I could get behind it. I'm not probably not gonna go see it without a female with me. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way where uh, I'm pretty sure it's a great move, but the first one didn't hold my interest too much. I still probably go see it if somebody invade me or you know, if I go on a date or something like that, but pretty much after that, I'm not just going to willingly, probably won't willingly just you know go and see it by myself. So for me, like I'm not gonna sit around here and act like I didn't shit on the first Avatar because I talk shit about it all the time. If you take away the facts, it's a shitty movie. But for the second one, it'll be interesting. Like I, like I'll go see it. That's something I believe you have to go see in theaters. If you don't watch it in theaters, then you probably just don't want to watch it at all. It's just one of those experiences. Um, to go through and like go a little bit more into that topic, like do you guys think it will outsell the first Avatar, and do you think it will have the same exact experience? Like his CGI has come pretty far. Like at the time when Avatar dropped, there wasn't a lot of things that were like really killing it in CGI, but now we got things like all of the Marvel movies and other movies in general, even DC movies. Like if you watch Man of Steel, that like we've gotten pretty close to like really intense and crazy CGI. So do you think it'll outsell it, and do you think the CGI will be as like crazy and as good? Honestly, I think we kind of desensitized to it now. Just in my opinion, I feel like, like, so, yeah, like you said, back then, that was kind of the pinnacle of CGI. Like, people was praising it. People was going to see that shit five, six, seven, eight times. Or whatever, the story was okay. It wasn't all that to me. It was like, real, you know what I'm saying? I'm just not somebody who's into those type of stories all the time. It's got to be in, like, a specific setting. Had that been an anime, I probably would have liked it like a motherfucker because it would have been a little bit different. But as far as, like, the show, the movie itself, I watched it a few, I, I ended up seeing it twice because uh, I was with my girl at the time. And so she had seen it and she wanted me to see it. So we ended up going to see it twice. But yeah, it was one of them experiences where you got to go to the movies to see it because they was like really pushing the, the new Dolby Atmos. It was new at that time. They was really pushing the IMAX experience type shit. Now they got 4D movies or whatever. So I really think they're going to go all out and promoting and, and like doing that whole like this is the cutting edge of, you know what I'm saying? That was like one of the first Blu-ray movies, I think, um, that dropped like with all the like bells and whistles and stuff for like surround sound systems and all that so i really think i don't know i feel like it's gonna blow up i do not think it's gonna outsell the first one or whatever because the, the first one ended up being like a cultural phenomenon and it's been so long that most of them people have grown up and forgotten even that shit even exists and like you said we got the marvel movies so we've seen technical feats on par with that if not exceeding that out of them so if you know what i'm saying if it's not in game level shit, i think the mass is not gonna flock to it um and this don't seem to me it don't, don't yeah you know, we swim with we swim with you know we in trouble we got we get guns niggas trying to come after us we swim in the ocean with whales you know what i'm saying so it's real like procedurally generated like freaky weird people story you know what i'm saying as far as like these humanoid creatures or whatever trying to live their life and i'm not shitting on that type of content i'm just saying i'm not the i'm not the biggest fan of like stories that seem plucked out of it seemed like it could have been condensed down into an episode of love death and robots Uh, in particular, how I feel about that is, I, I feel like it's gonna do good sales. I, I honestly feel like it's gonna make more than what they spend on it. Hopefully, if they promote it correctly, and it's not, how can I say, too contrived or try to copy the same formula of the last movie, which it kind of seemed like it's going down that route. But what more can you talk can you talk about when you're in the subject like you know, exotic creatures on this strange planet, and you know, people are trying to 
building upon the planet itself, like in the case of survival or just moving out another, you know, planet in itself. But I feel like it's going to do good. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's probably going to be the greatest thing ever. I, I don't have too much high expectations, but what I may not like, other people may like, it's been a proven fact. And the simple thing is like, you know, if, if I'm ever in a situation where I feel like I want to go see it, I'll see it. I'm not going to have any biased opinions. I give it this try, but you know, I just don't feel like it's going to be like a box office breaker. I think it will sell very well. I think it will be like the eh, probably like top five best-selling movies. I just depends on how many Marvel movies release. It'll probably be like below all the Marvel movies. For CGI, I don't think it'll be that great. I think it'll be good if you go see it like an IMAX 3D, but for like most people to experience that kind of experience, like they have to go to a very specific theater and make sure they see it in like a very specific way to like get the most out of it. I do believe it'll be reviewed poorly though. I don't think it's gonna be like garbage, but at max I see for the Rotten Tomatoes, maybe 70% and that's high hopes. I think it'll be reviewed poorly. Yeah, I can, I can oh. concur. I'm not, I'm, not too, I'm not too excited about Avatar 2, to be honest, so. And just uh, to get my quick take on the CGI, uh, yeah, if they do it right, it, it can be one of the most beautiful things. Yes, uh, technology has increased, so I agree with you on that. I feel like they had the right tools to make it look good, but it, it's still going to be some part. I don't know if y'all seen it in the cutscenes of the uh, trailer, but it seems like they're going to have like a regular human dude running with them too. And I feel yeah, like I saw that. he might have the worst CGI graphics. Like, I feel like they're going to concentrate on the, uh, I don't know what they call the blue creatures, but I feel like they're going to concentrate the on the <laughs> I do remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, That's but it. I think they're going to focus on them more than an actual human, so his CGI probably going to look like almost trash compared to theirs. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's going to be that much CGI. As long as it's not a big disparity between how he look and how they look. I'll be fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pressed to see this shit though. If I do watch it, it might be on like on some date shit or something like that. But I'm not. I'm not pressed to go see it or whatever. If he, people are just raving about how how good the CGI look, I might take a look. But I'm gonna probably watch it allegedly. I'll probably go see it because that's one of those movies. If I don't see it in theaters, then I'll probably never watch it. Kind of like Dunkirk. Like didn't see it in theaters, didn't watch it. So that's something I'll but, have to watch in theaters. But moving on, we um. So if you could like, Batman brought this up, and I feel like it's a really good idea. If you could remake, uh, we say anime or TV show, or just anime. Anime, TV show, or movie. So if you could remake any anime, uh, TV show, movie, whatever, like, like remaster it, bring it into, or remake it, basically bring it back into like the forefront. What would it be? And it gets go, a complete uh, setup. A completed thing. So for me, it would be honestly. I, I raved over this, trying to trying to rack my brain to come up with something clever. But fuck that, Trigun. Like a motherfucker. Like Trigun is just something that I really fuck with. Like growing up, Vash the Stampede. I used to call myself that before I was a kid. Notorious. Like I really, um, I really identify with that. Just I love gunslinging and that shit. Like sword playing, gunslinging. Like ain't nothing like that shit. Especially when it's like some some bounty hunter shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really was kind of like a spiritual successor to Cowboy Bebop in a few ways or whatever. But I really fuck with Trigun, but I would love to see it like, now nah, I want a live action, goddammit. I do not want a live action, but the new format of anime where they just 24 episode seasons and give us like three to four seasons of Trigun or whatever, bring a roundabout story, make it dope. I fuck with that. That'll be like my pick or whatever. 
Um, it's a number of them I can actually say, because you know it's always gonna be some anime that you feel like you wanted a happier ending and things like that. Uh, for an anime, I'm gonna be honest that everybody, everybody pushed me to watch, and I feel kind of bad because I'm struggling trying to remember the name as of right now. But uh, with the Night Stalkers, everybody dies. Yo, that's what I got. <laughs> that's what I got. Yo. That shit, Akame got killed. Yeah. Yo, Akame got killed. My apologies. I, yeah. Did you say that, Night Stalkers? That, like, Night Ray. This night. Oh. That motherfucker said, "This nigga disrespecting." I was like the Night Stalkers, and I just call <laughs> like, that shit everybody. Uh, now. This nigga right, like, I, I forgot really about it. Like, it has to be Akame got killed because that shit yeah. was fire. That shit will fire, but yeah. I just hate that. Like every like, I'd have been cool. Even I wouldn't been cool if like one or two, probably three at the most, died. But like everybody, she everybody, right? Though, not even the manga ending because a lot of people <laughs> died of that shit too. So I'm just like, yeah, but they died. But at least the main, well, spoilers fucking me get killed. I mean, it's been spoilers. Everybody dies in that shit. I'm sorry if you haven't seen it yet. It's a classic. You should definitely should go watch it or whatever. Uh, we probably gonna do Future Diary one of these weeks, but yeah, Everybody Dies is a good so anime. Good. Everybody Dies is a really good anime. What's up, Batman? What you got? Uh, for me, it would probably be I don't have many friends. Like, oh, I would like that. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> like if we just remake that, right. update the animation some, and give me an ending. That is yeah. like the number one anime I need an ending like the episode they left off at I'm like they were they were well, all really getting into that shit but yeah, they just stopped so yeah I want you talking about an ending ending like Kokoro Connect had an ending but I want to like I want more <laughs> I think that's what it is I want more Kokoro Connect cause that shit was good but you yeah, know nah, if we that. can make it magically appear and force the creator to somehow magically be healthy and make it ending then Hunter Hunter would be the obvious answer but I think that's a cop out answer yeah it is kind of a cop out but I mean I feel that a lot of people want that because it's like Fuck. I'm like, so this, let me tell you something happened yesterday. So yesterday I'm at the store with my kids or whatever. So my son, he had on a, a Deku shirt from My Hero Academia. So the, the cashier at the fucking grocery store was like, you watch that? Like, she was really gatekeeping my son. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm caught up or whatever. She was like, you watch Naruto or whatever. He was like, I watched the first Naruto. No, I haven't watched Shippuden yet. And she was like, I finished all of it. But this a grown lady. <laughs> And my son is 13, so he looked over at me, and I'm just like, I'm not saying that, because I want him to be able to interact with, you know what I'm saying, adults on his own, without me having to step in or whatever, and so he was like, yeah, he said, I'm, I'm going to get there, he said, it's just, I got I had other stuff to do, um, and other more important shows or whatever, and so she was like, you watch One Punch Man? She said, One Punch Man, and so I'm just like... She a psychopath. Right, exactly. You a fucking, <laughs> you a weirdo, bro. And I'm just looking at this nigga. I'm, I'm trying not to laugh at this lady at the fucking store. He just looking at her like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at this point, because she like immediately did that thing that that anime that fucking certain weebs do, where it's like, oh, I, I watch more anime. You know what I'm saying? Then you and I'm like, you standing next to the to my Osama. You know what I'm saying? I'm a demon lord standing in front of you, bitch. You have no fucking clue. Like, I ain't probably shit you could name that I, I haven't seen, but it's like, I don't do that because I want people to be able to enjoy it. And my kids really, one thing I'm really proud of is that my kids love anime. So he he was watching, he was he watching Attack on Titan, he watching um My Hero, he watching One Piece. He making his way through One Piece because he really, you know what I'm saying, he like Luffy or whatever. So he um he making his way through a lot of anime. And so I'm like, it really rubbed me when this bitch was really trying to like gatekeep him a little bit. I, I was looking at her and I was like, I rolled my eyes. A little bit, but I ain't say shit because I'm like I let him fight his own. Little, but he was, you know, he was like, no, nah, I watch this, this, and this, or whatever. He said, but I love anime. 
And then we got our shit in left, but I'm just like... That's some weird anime for her to bring up, though, because that's some, like, and I ain't trying to sound like that nigga, but, like, that is but not exactly. anime. So, right. like, if she was really trying to go through, like, she could have named some of the stuff, like, myself, yourself, or some real niche bullshit like that, or she could have even brought up Psychopaths, or, you know, some, you know, some shit that, like, is like some popular, fucking but not crazy shit, popular. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Monogatari is my favorite anime of all time, and if I say that shit out loud, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and it's just, it's different. It's, it's, it's my favorite shit, but it's not favorite in a mainstream way. It's just really near and dear to my heart, because it made me feel something different about the medium. But yeah, that shit rubbed me. I was like, don't, I wanted to, like, smack that lady. And I was like, all right, just chill, you know. We finna get the fuck up out of here. It, but what, what made me think of that was when she, cause she was like, have you seen Hunter X Hunter? And he was looking at her like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, exactly. You're not even fucking saying it right. Or whatever. And I'm not finna get into the Hunter X Hunter versus Hunter Hunter debate. Cause X is just- It is just, Hunter Hunter though. Exactly. X is just- It's not an argument. <laughs> it's a separator that they use in Japan all the time for different games. Like anytime you see X's, it just means it's a space. You know, it's dope, but yeah, it's Hunter Hunter. So. Yeah, she, and then I'm like, you said Hunter X Hunter. I'm like, I was, I was just like saying Spy X Family. Right, exactly. But now people have been saying it and it's been pissing me off for so bad. I'm talking <laughs> about really bad. Like, it's been pissing me off, fool. And I'm just like, because you know, like, people will make them roundup videos and they'll be like, oh, you should check out Spy X Family. And I'm like, I'm finna check out where you live and come and beat the fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but seriously, though, watch One Punch Man. Yeah, well, well, but exactly. So I'm just like, you sound like Jack Michael B. Jordan to him, bitch. Like, <laughs> all right, bro, come on, get out of here. Have y'all watched any like IGN videos when they bring up Luffy? It's always Luffy. Luffy. I'm like, bro, no, I, I, so I can't stand that shit, bro. Like Luffy, I'm like, I'm, that's how I know you don't watch that that's shit. What his name? Luffy. I be like, all right, bro. Y'all annoying, yeah, man. Don't disrespect my nigga. He's the king of the fucking pirates. Yeah, people just... Oh. And I, I get a lot of these names are like Japanese, but these ain't no Japanese-ass names. Y'all just saying whatever the fuck y'all want to say. No, like. it's just like, if you're reporting on it, it takes five minutes to watch like uh, like a little clip where they bring up Luffy's name. You can watch it in Japanese, or you can watch it in dub. Luffy. It's going to say Luffy. Yeah. Luffy yeah, you, know you know it's Luffy. It's Luffy. Is that Luffy? Manky <laughs> D. Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Manky. But yeah, that that was some funny shit that happened. I just had to had to bring that shit. I was like, that man, lady on shelter. Um, but on top, main topic for the evening, like should games move exclusively to next gen or current gen? Because you know how at the beginning of a life cycle of a console, they usually try to do multiplayer where you'll still be getting it on like PS4 and Xbox One. Um, and so they finally move into the point where a lot of game developers are like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Um, we saw what happened with Cyberpunk and we not trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? We not trying to shoehorn our game onto as many platforms as we can and not have a, a good technical experience. And I'm on both sides of this because I just been busy. I, I became a photographer. I've been doing a lot of shit, moving my money around. So I haven't been able to sit down and just nail down a PlayStation 5 as of yet because they're still scarce as hell. It's hard, It's not really possible to find a PlayStation in a while. And me, like a lot of folks was like, I'm gonna just wait until I can walk into a Best Buy and walk out with a PlayStation 5. And we still not there yet. We're almost two, and a, two, what, two years in. Or whatever in November it'll be two years so I'm just like we we still not even there and that's just 
not only is that a disappointment to me, it's also, you know what I'm saying, I know Xboxes are more widely available, but they still kind of scarce or whatever. It's just that the demand for the PlayStation is higher than the Xbox Series uh, consoles or whatever. So you probably can always find a Series S or X somewhere, but oh. that PlayStation 4, you're not, you're not just going to pull up on that. I so, think it also has something to do with the whole Corona situation too. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's that's the reason. I'm not saying I don't know. The, I don't understand the reason. I'm not saying we coming out of the pandemic like people have been saying. I'm just saying that since I haven't been though. able to. What you mean? No, I mean it's a bullshit like, argument. The pandemic is a problem, but it's the way the people are releasing consoles and the way they're managing it, right? Because most oh, yeah, no, other products Sony's you can fault. go through and back order, right? Like I'm if I go through right now, if I want like a Samsung Fold Three right now, right? I can go through my phone provider, order one on back date, and I'll get one sooner or later, right? It may take some time, but at, once I place my order in, I'm going to get one. But the issue is at the current moment, you got people going through scalping and reselling them. No, no, that's so what even I'm for things. Today, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it, we can't blame the pandemic. We just have to blame. Ain't nobody blaming the pandemic fully. Just saying that played a part it's of it. It's a combo. It. I think it's a combination because like, if the pandemic had hit, we would have had consoles. Then they, they, they just made a PlayStation. That's how. No, but okay, because they fucked up with the original announcement though. The fact that Jeff Jeff Kelly was the one going through and tweeting that shit. I'm like, fuck you, Sony. I remember when. Tell the story, Batman. What happened with the original announcement, my boy? So, nigga, so I'm, I see, I'm chilling here, right? Because like they had this bullshit ass PlayStation conference, and I'm not trying to hate. It was a good conference, but fuck y'all, right? So they go through <laughs> and they just drop the fucking ball with all their announcements, right? They don't really tell like hardly any dates with any of their games, and they don't fucking tell you when the console is gonna release, right? So I go through, like this is my experience. This is why I hate. Like I'm so pissed. Cause I go through right, right when the conference gets done, I call GameStop up, right, and this motherfucker, I call her, and she's like, the GameStop representative. I'm like, do you know when uh, pre-orders will go up for the PlayStation Five? No, no, I, I don't know, like when it's gonna drop. Honestly, like, I'm not sure. Go through, less than like an hour or two later, check Twitter. Jeff, Jeff Keeley is like, pre-orders are up, right? Cause niggas just started going through and releasing pre-orders like whenever they felt like it, right? So Walmart started dropping, GameStop drop, start dropping, everybody they started dropping, and Amazon dropped a little bit later. They gave us a date of when pre-orders no, were going did not. Sony did not give us a date when it was going to go live. Wasn't it supposed to be like the next day? Oh, he no, tweeted. no, no, that no, no. Tweet. No, Jeff Keeley tweeted the shit when people started dropping it because Sony didn't have a good bottleneck on when it was going to drop because Sony intended for it to drop the next day. But motherfuckers yeah, what just started dropping that shit ahead of time, right? You know, it was so, over with. My midnight that same night as the awards. You know, it was an award show. It was just a normal press conference in the middle of like, the summer, like when they announced it. So it wasn't anything crazy. It was the middle of summer. Pre-orders drop, and I call back to that same exact GameStop less than like four hours later, right? Call. I'm like, do you guys got any PlayStation 5 pre-orders? No, we're sold out. I'm like, there's no fucking way you don't know. I understand some people's arguments are like, oh, we don't, they can't control that. They don't want to be fired. Da 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 da. That's, that's bullshit. Like, come on. Nobody's going to go through and fire the damn employee for going through and telling ahead of time because they know this shit's going to sell out. And it's not like someone went through, text them, emailed them, we can do PlayStation 5 pre-orders now. That's bullshit. They knew, but they just did what they wanted to do. And and not even just blame it on GameStop. Like, I think all people kind of drop the ball, but I think Sony should be responsible for that. Because I understand, like, this is a group of gamers that, like, at least for Kid and Q, they don't fuck with Xbox like that. But, like, I have to give Microsoft some credit. Yes, it was hard to get, but the, at least they had all their drops at the same exact time, and they were accurate with it. So I give Microsoft I credit for that. that. Yeah, I give them credit for that, too. I ain't gonna fault them for that. It's just still not as great a system as they promoted to be but yeah i give them for their own time and you know 
making sure they stick to their numbers and get their shit out when they smoke. Yeah, so, I mean, Sony really fucked up as far as, like, being able to cater to us because they did do that shit that the Batman just described, but they also haven't really done shit about scalpers since then. So I know like a lot of people got it like, oh, I got it, you got it. Like they trying to use it as like a status symbol. I got the exclusive or I looked up on one, but I really wasn't trying to hold. It was a few weekends where I was like, fuck, really trying to get in there. But there's so many people that, you know what I'm saying? You can put all your information in there from Google autofill and it still didn't, didn't go through. So I'm just like, I'm off it. But as far as next gen is concerned, like I do think that game developers should follow up like, <clears throat> like, I think they should just go with where the technology is. Like next gen is, is still not as you know as amazing as PC and shit. But with the consoles, it's gonna give us a much better breadth of experience because there's not gonna be that whole port from PS4 port to PS4 thing or 360. I'm not saying 360 down or Xbox One because the the hardware just not there no more. You know what I mean? So they them do that, then do it, then pull a cyberpunk. So I'm on both sides of it. I I do. I'm mad as fuck at Sony for not holding us down so where we can just go into a fucking store by now and, and get one. Hopefully in the next nine months. And I know it's also a chip shortage, so I'm not I'm not dumb. I'm not I'm not just blaming them completely. But they talking about they boasting what 1.9 million or 19 million. Something it's a lot of PlayStation Fives out there. A lot of and I haven't looked at the numbers uh, in a couple of days, but they just was boasting about how many PlayStation Fives they sold or whatever. Da da da. But I'm like. How many of those are sitting in warehouses with scalpers still trying to sell them? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I get that <clears throat> install base won't be there, but I'd rather get way better games because they move to the better hardware. Over overall, even if I gotta miss out for a while, cause it ain't nothing to pick up a cheaper game. It's gonna be cheaper when I by the time I buy it anyway, so I ain't got no problem with that. It's just I'm annoyed at the fact that I couldn't get my hands on one. I can understand that. Um I, I kind of agree in the same factor that as time goes by, it does need to move to the newer consoles. Uh, in this case, I'm not trying to overlook the fact that Sony messed up. Of course, it is, it does make, you know, a lot of people may not say it does, but it does kind of come to a luck situation. Uh, especially, you know, if you're trying to go hard, it, that's that's the whole point of the situation where I agree with you. If some people weren't going that hard, some people like watching it 24 seven. Uh, me, I wasn't even watching it that much, but you know, somebody hit me up and let me know, hey, just the time to try to chat out. But honestly, I feel like right now, Xbox, yeah, they can move to a single system. They they had a right to do so, but PlayStation don't. I, don't, I feel like they're gonna lose a lot of customers in that sense. If since once again, it's been hard to get a PS5. Cut out. Uh, it's been hard to get a PS5 as opposed to all you know new xbox so as of right now i just feel like for some games yeah it still need to come on ps4 because not everybody got a ps5 once again sony doesn't want to lose out on money and i feel like that would be a huge loss just until you know they get more of those ps5s made uh, for me <clears throat> excuse me sorry uh, for me when it comes to, like next gen only it i feel like the games have to be worth it for example, like, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, the Gotham Knights, uh, like, gameplay. That's kind of what brought this topic on, the fact that they changed it around so it's no longer on PlayStation 4 and uh, Xbox One. Uh, the UI, and from what I saw of the game, it doesn't really look like it really needed to be next-gen only. 
I understand this is like you know not final product, and I bet you it'll be look a lot better. But I think they need to really go through and do something worthwhile with it. Cause the only one that we've really seen that was like really crazy good would probably be like Demon Souls and Ratchet and Clank. Like those would be the two games I've seen that I'm like, wow, like this is next gen. You and those are, frame rate, huh? Do you think the frame rate increase is enough to warrant that for most games? Uh, no, because I'm gonna be honest. Like most people don't have a good enough TV. Or monitor to really capitalize on that frame rate, and I understand that's not always like a valid argument to it's go through. It's just sixty, but... but like you know, what I'm saying, I know it can go higher than that, but I'm talking about like just a standard sixty as opposed to a standard thirty with the uh, previous gen consoles. I guess that'd be okay, but like I don't know, I th it needs to be more than just frame rate because frame rate alone isn't gonna make me like go through and say, yeah, like this game needs to be next gen only. Like games like Cyberpunk, yes, but I, Cyberpunk is not just a case of like old consoles couldn't handle it. And I would say it is like old consoles couldn't fully handle it, but I'm just saying it's just lack of polish too. Like they just dropped the ball. Like nothing against CJ Project Red. Like The Witcher is one of the greatest games of all time, but like Cyberpunk even on PC has quite a few glitches, and you know you can be running 3090 and you're still gonna be have glitches there. So sometimes it's not power. 3090 is fucked from what I hear. So <laughs> like some of them has been crashing, but no, I get what you're saying. Like they they should have left that shit in the oven at least another year or two. To perfect it, but I definitely think they should have dropped like current last gen consoles uh, before they dropped it. They should have just been like, "Look, we tried the game too ambitious, or whatever." So they could have actually focused on polishing the the next gen versions and getting out like gold because that shit would have been a console. So it was a console seller, but the bigger issue is we got fucked in that transaction bad, and so it's gonna make us leery as fuck to want to like give a game to or not give a game to go ahead to be like look just drive that's why that's my reasoning because plans i played through the whole cyberpunk because it was that good to me but yeah it was i was talking about as far as the mechanics and every everything in the game was broken literally every fun like it had stick drift it had random just the game like, would just crash fall through the scene and shit yeah, yeah, that shit was bad like <laughs> and you played on on ps5 so no i played on four the first Oh, you played on Forever? Okay, yeah. So, no, that's what I'm saying. It was bad. Like, that game was really just damn near unplayable. But I made it through it just because I was the story and the gameplay enough it was compelling enough. But had they actually polished that game up over the next year, moved it to next-gen consoles only, and re-added some of the shit they had to cut for old, for old-gen consoles, they would have it would have been a slam dunk. And it's just like, I think they realize that now, being honest, like, and I think a lot of other game developers are realizing that the technical limitations aren't something that they always have to work around, especially when we almost two years into the life cycle of the new console. So I feel like just going to take that plunge and anybody who got left out, yeah, it sucks, Sony did fuck us over, but th them games ain't going nowhere. I know they're not going to be like, oh, relevant for Twitch, but we not everybody, not everybody can be a Twitch stream, I think. Um, a healthy backlog is something that gamers have always had. You know what I mean? Like, it's games from three, four, five years ago that I still have yet to play in my library that I want to play. It's just I will get to them eventually, or I won't. But I'm not going to beat myself up over not playing. Like, shit like Elden Ring, I'm definitely going to be able to to play. But I'm talking about, like, games like Gotham Knights that I might miss. I can always pick that shit up, bargain basement on sale. So I'm not I'm not really tripping. I know it's my personal opinion. There's a lot of people who just have to have the newest game when it come out to play it with everybody else. But I'm, I've gotten away from that over the years. Some games, yes, I do. But for the most part, I'm, I'm not really a stickler for like I'm just now playing Valhalla, and this is what <laughs> damn near two years old at this point, year old at this point. So I'm just like, um, 
ain't that old. It ain't, it's like, six, what, six, seven months? I don't know. Valhalla is just, it's good. It's decent. It's a Ubisoft game. But I'm saying, I'm just now getting to it. Um, somebody, I was talking to somebody about Tiny Tina's, and I was like, I still got Borderlands 3 DLC I haven't beat. So I'm not gung-ho about not, you know what I'm saying, not having it on the last-gen consoles. It's just they need to get us, get us some consoles in the fucking store so we can buy them. Yeah, I feel that. <clears throat> you want to go talk about Bunny Girl Senpai and then wrap it up? Oh, yeah. So, what would you mean? Like, just watch. Yeah, yeah. We want y'all to watch Bunny Girl Senpai. It's um, two seasons and a movie that closes it out. And it's, it's well worth it. We'll be discussing that next week. So, if you guys don't want spoilers or you guys want to be able to, like, follow along, bang Ooh, it out. Top five anime list. And the same for me. So, it's well worth it. So, we'll bang that out next week. Full title is Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. I put it off. I slept on it for a good little while just because of the name. But a few years ago, I would just bit the bullet and it went crazy. And it, it became like, it's a romance anime, so I ain't finna be no, ain't no box. But it's, it's psychological too. Um, it's really dope. It's like, it's like a cross between genres. It jumps through a few genres, but mostly slice of life romance and uh, psychological. Like, I feel like um, if you really give it a chance, you'll, you'll love it because... It's the goal. And don't be tricked by like the bunny girl aspect. It's not about some girl running around in a bunny girl suit all the time. It ain't just edgy anime. So it's good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not an edgy anime at all. It's, I mean, it's a little. She in a bunny girl outfit. So if that's if you consider that edgy, it might be. But it's that's very a very very small part of it. I think the the naming of it is actually plays right into how dope it is. <clears throat> so yeah, y'all should get it a chance. But um, what's y'all what's y'all closing statement? It, it was a good session, um, but yeah, the hard part five was great, and overall, hopefully, we can all get PlayStation fives in the future, like a normal people, not buy a bundle like you. <laughs> hey man, brother, what's up, Q? What's your closing statement? Uh, yeah, the hard part five definitely a great song. Can't wait till the album actually come out. Hope it's gonna be some spectacular stuff. Uh, yeah, PlayStation forever, Batman's album. All right. All right. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, we're at uh, Really Dope Though. If you want to find us on uh, TikTok, it's also Really Dope Though. Instagram, Really Dope Pie. You can email us at Really, really Dope Pie um, at gmail.com with any questions, concern, emotional outbursts. This has been the second episode of the Really Dope Podcast. Um, also, Co World over Kendrick. I know it's a fuck y'all. Um, also, Sony no. and Sony <laughs> 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 <